When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. That's right, Uncle Tim here, Thrivehood Podcast. If you are a Gen Zer, a teenage boy, a young man, you know, if you guys are around the ages of 12, 13 years old, up to mid 20s, this episode, this podcast, everything that I'm doing is geared to help you grow up and to thrive as you grow boldly into manhood. So, welcome in. Let me say this. If this is your first episode, you are in for a treat (laughs) because you get to see what happens when Uncle Tim absolutely has a fail, like the army fails. You know, you see those videos. Oh, man, I'm going to share with you a doozy of a I and I'm probably going to call this as I'm literally thinking about this right now. It just hit me. Uncle Tim's meltdown. (laughs) share with you something that took place recently that I'm telling you, I was embarrassed. I learned a lesson. I showed myself as incompetent and incapable in front of a young man. I'm telling you, what a great opportunity. My failure is a great lesson for you guys out there. So let me say this. It was interesting that shortly after this happened, I'll share the story here with you in a minute. It, it dawned on me something that I never really have thought of. And in a way, I'm sort of glad I just royally failed in, in something here and screwed up. And that is, you know, I, I bring to you every week a an idea, a message, a theme of some way that you guys can grow and build into great men. And it occurred to me that maybe some guys listening out there think, well, who does this guy think he is? He's out here telling us how to live our life. Well, what about him? Is he perfect? Does he do, does he do everything right? Well, guess what? <laughs> you will see in a moment from my story and my experience, I am flawed just like the rest of you. I make mistakes. I make bad decisions. I allow my emotions to get the best of me. So let me say this, and I'm surprised it never really even came to my thoughts until recently. Guys, I am not better than anybody. I'm not worse than anybody. I'm just a guy doing my best to try to live my life to what I would say is the best version of myself that I can be. That's all I'm trying to do. But today I want to share with you a story that just helps you see how quickly 
and how easily we as men can fall victim to the traps of losing ourselves in emotion, in radical thinking in certain situations and completely lose it. So this is an opportunity for you to learn from my mistakes. So recently I was taking my wife's car out for uh, getting some uh, maintenance done and I had put some gas in her car. Well, in the process of that, I wanted to stop by the car wash and get her car washed. And I ran up through, ran through the little gate there. And we have a little tag that lets us go automatically. We pay a monthly fee. So it, I got right in and got right up there and got my car up to where you start going into the little track. And he was telling me how to, you know, how to maneuver that. So I did that and got up there. And so he's like, all right, put your car in neutral. Well, I and by the way, I've had this car for about three weeks, so I know how to put it in neutral, okay? I know what I'm doing, trust me. Well, when I sh try to shift the car into neutral, it goes into park. And for a brief moment, I'm like, okay, this is not good. So I, I try to pull it back out of park and maybe into drive, and it stays in park. And I'm thinking, okay, let me try to put back in neutral, and it stayed in park. So no matter what I did... It was staying in park. Well, as soon as the rollers that push you along came under my back wheel and went right under it, right, and, and lifted me up because I was in park, this young kid, I, he was probably, I don't know, 17, 18 years old, 19 years old. He obviously he looked at me, and uh, I'm sure he was thinking, what in the world? And he was like, put it neutral, neutral. He was mouthing neutral. I had the window rolled up. So I'm like, I'm mouthing back to him. I'm trying, I'm trying. So I'm I'm trying to put it in neutral, and, and it would not go into neutral then i couldn't put it in drive i couldn't put it in reverse i couldn't do anything and he had to stop the he had to stop the car wash there was a dude about halfway into the car wash in a red truck had to stop him and i began seeing cars starting to pile up behind me as i'm sitting here thinking what the heck is going on and i'm sure he's thinking the same thing so i'm rolling down my window and he's like, he's like, you know, you just put it in neutral. And I'm like, I'm trying to put it in neutral. It won't go in neutral. And no matter what I did, I, I would start hearing dings and buzzes and bells. And I'm like, what the heck? And by this time, I'm freaking. I am absolutely flipping out. And I'm like, you got the guy that's halfway through the car wash. He's probably thinking, what is this idiot doing? Put the car in neutral. How hard can it be? And you got cars lining up. I could see about five or six cars as far as I could see behind me. I was literally panicking. It was, I was starting to sweat. And so I finally turned the car off. He obviously, by that time, he had shut down the entire car wash to let me figure it out. And he kept saying, dude, man, I don't know. This is a new car. I don't know how this thing works. He was great, by the way. Fantastic young man. He just held his composure, unlike someone else, as you see here in a minute. And I turned the car off and I'm thinking, OK, and then I turned it back on. It still wouldn't come out of park. I turned it back off. I got out of the car, closed the door. You know, I thought maybe I'll just, maybe I can reset it sort of is my thinking and I'll lock the door. Then I'll unlock and get in. Well, that worked. And I thought, oh, that's great. Okay. And closed the door and I was like, yeah, that's good. And he said, you got it in neutral, right? And I'm like, yeah, I got it in neutral. 
he turns it on. He's like, okay. And you could see him looking down at the, the real rollers coming up to my back tire. And I'm sitting there, la, 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 la. Well, I feel a bump and the car goes up and back down again. Well, the rollers went under my car. So he looks at me. He's like, you got it neutral? And I'm like, yeah, I got it neutral. And I'm looking down. Well, there's this red button above the letter P, which tells me the the brake is on. The emergency brake is now on. And I'm like, what in the crap, you know? And I turned the car off again. I got out, did it again. It wouldn't go off. And your Uncle Tim absolutely lost it. My mouth should have been washed out with soap after what I said. And not just once or twice, but about three or four different syllables came out of my mouth that were absolutely disgusting and unacceptable and was was just, I was almost in a fit of rage because the pressure, right? I have not just one person, I have several people that are waiting on me and I'm the reason that they can't get along with the rest of their day. And I felt that pressure. I felt the pressure that I look like an idiot, right? I'm trying to work <laughs> the uh, selector on the car. I couldn't get it to do anything and absolutely lost control in that moment. This young man, he went into the office that was there behind me. And I don't know if he was trying to get help, but there I was by myself with people in front of me and behind me literally waiting on me. And I, at one point I looked at my rear view mirror and there was a, there was a lady that had the face palm going on. You know, she had her, it was a nice day and she had her arm on the side of her car window rolled down and her, and her forehead was just in her, in her palm. Like what in the world are you doing? Right. Completely lost it. Well, eventually I figured it out, got the parking brake off and, and on my way I went. And you know, it was a very surreal moment for a number of reasons. And here are some things that I learned from that moment that I want to share with you today. The first is this. When you come under fire, it's going to happen in some cases, absolutely out of left field. You're not even going to know what's happening. You're not even going to be aware, guys, that in a, in a, in a moment's notice, your life can change. Something can drastically turn. The, the turn of events that can take place can happen like that. So we have to be ready at all times because you never know when something troubling, bad, concerning, disappointing is going to happen. Around any bend in our life, something could take place. The second thing is this, there are people counting on us to perform. I had a fella halfway through the car wash that was sitting there waiting patiently. I had four or five, who knows, I could have had 10 or 15 cars behind me, patiently waiting on me. I had this young man sitting here. He had to go out at one point and tell all the people, look, this guy doesn't know how to drive his car. <laughs> he can't put it in neutral, right? He's out there sort of fending for me and trying to stand up for me. So understand that when you're under pressure, people are looking to you. They're waiting for you. And by the way, they're not waiting for you to fail. All of these people here were wanting me to succeed because I was impacting their life. So understand that there are people around you that count on you. 
They want you to succeed. I'm not saying this that, you know, you, you always got to perform because you're better under pressure. And what I'm saying is just be aware that when challenges come, issues take place that you want to be prepared to be able to mentally manage that. Okay. The other part of this that I thought was probably the most disappointing and the most that I was disappointed in myself was I had this teenage boy that I could have been a witness to and I failed miserably. This kid was smiling through the whole thing. Like I said, he went back and was telling some of the other drivers what was going on. He handled it with absolute perfection, absolute grace. I don't know what the young man's name is, but he literally taught me a lesson after I was going through that drive through realizing what I had done and the witness and the testimony of Thrivehood. You know what? There is no way I would have never told him to come check out Thrivehood. <laughs> Not after what I pulled, not after the shenanigans that I pulled in that. So here's the other lesson. Be aware. People are always watching, gentlemen. They are always observing. You never know when you are in a crunch situation that if you step up to the plate, you might show an opportunity to help another person out and to give them hope and to give them a, a path of how things should be done and how to handle crisis situations. For me, and in that moment, I was so embarrassed, there would have never been a chance for me to tell him about Thrivehood. So here's what I want to leave you with today. First of all, Uncle Tim isn't always right, okay? Uncle Tim screws up. Uncle Tim can make some really bad choices, okay? The second thing is just learn that in the moments of pressure, there is a lot more at stake than just you doing the right thing. Okay, there are people waiting for you to perform. There are individuals that you can impact. You are actually challenging your character and your virtues at that particular moment to see what you're really made of. So apparently, Uncle Tim has got to work on his pressure skills and being able to manage getting out of pressure situations. So there you go. There is, I hope, a nugget for you this week to take with you. And until next time, stay strong, guys. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 